Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Chapter 23 Symbolism of Teachings Reminders Through Imagery Our knowledge and ability to understand these teachings has evolved over time. During Gautama Buddha's lifetime, all his teachings were oral. Later, human development evolved to include technology and the ability to capture these teachings in written format. Today, we have the ability to read, write, and understand the teachings in written format through oral instruction and a full range of other options. Prior to organized educational systems, the oral teachings were captured into symbolism and imagery that could remind practitioners of these important teachings that guided their lives. The symbolism was captured in the architecture of temple construction projects, artwork, and in other locations where people could be reminded of the teachings through viewing imagery which would then strengthen their understanding and practice of the teachings. The remaining content of this chapter references images which can only be seen in the book. You can download the book at no cost or purchase the printed book. These symbols represent the attainment of Nibbana, i.e. enlightenment. The image originates at the bottom, typically with a large circle, through a large winding path ending with a straight line pointing upwards. This symbolizes being bound to the cycle of rebirth represented in the circular part of the image. Then, once a human being gains access and understanding of Gautama Buddha's teachings, there is a long winding path that starts broad and wide, narrowing towards the top until we have a straight and direct line to our higher consciousness, Nibbana, and enlightenment. Notice how the image loops and sometimes tracks slightly backwards in its progression from bottom to top, but ultimately proceeds upwards to completion at the very top, where the line then becomes extinct or non-existent. This symbolizes the path to Nibbana as one will walk forward, sometimes with minor steps backwards, but ultimately moves forward and upwards to completion attaining Nibbana. This image can often be found on Buddha statues or artwork located between the two eyes at the third eye. Opening of the third eye or inner eye is also a symbol of having attained Nibbana. When you observe this imagery, it should remind you that Nibbana is achievable by all human beings and that your path may be long, wide, twisting and turning until you finally narrow in on the teachings and your practice until the mind ascends to Nibbana through dedicated learning and practice. The Dhamma wheel is most often depicted with eight spokes. This represents the Eightfold Path. The Eightfold Path is the path that leads to the cessation or elimination of discontentedness and ultimately the path to Nibbana. 
The wheel itself can remind us that we are bound by the cycle of rebirth, with the Eightfold Path providing us the path to escaping the cycle of rebirth. This imagery is usually placed on temple markers, in artwork, and oftentimes behind the head of Gautama Buddha in paintings or on statues. The purpose of placing the Dhamma wheel behind Gautama Buddha's head is a Dhamma wheel is turned by a Buddha. It signifies a stepping forward of civilization into a new era. A Buddha will know the location of this Dhamma wheel, when to turn it, and in what direction to turn it. The location of the Dhamma wheel is on the head of a Buddha, where the top of the skull and the back of the skull comes together. A Buddha will turn this Dhamma wheel counterclockwise upon their awakening. When you observe a Dhamma wheel, it should remind you you are bound in the cycle of rebirth, and the Eightfold Path is the path to escaping the cycle of rebirth. Lotus flowers are another form of imagery and symbolism that is used to remind us of the teachings. A closed lotus reminds us of everyone's potential to become enlightened. We all have the potential to attain Nibbana just like every flower has the potential to bloom. A fully open lotus flower is another symbol of the attainment of Nibbana. A lotus flower will oftentimes float above the water and even be suspended over the water by a strong stem while the roots of the plant are down into the dirty and murky earth under the water. The roots signify our attachments to this physical world while the attainment of Nibbana, the fully blown lotus flower above the water, signifies the mind raising above craving and attachment, ascending to Nibbana. The strong stem of the lotus flower signifies one solid dedication and stability of learning and practicing these teachings from Gautama Buddha to attain Nibbana. You will also see combinations of symbolism like the one depicted here. You can see the symbol depicting Nibbana with a lotus flower at the top. These are two symbols that are combined, both representing the attainment of Nibbana. The king of the serpents, or serpent king, Naga, reminds us of a story passed down from the time of Gautama Buddha that reminds us of the teachings. It was shared that during Gautama Buddha's lifetime, there was a serpent king who, although reborn into the animal realm, was so close to human existence that with a more developed consciousness, he could turn himself into the human form. He turned himself into a bhikkhu, male ordained practitioner, so that he could be in the company of Gautama Buddha and learn the teachings of Gautama Buddha. However, the serpent king fell asleep along with the other bhikkhus and lost control of his consciousness, turning back into a serpent. Upon observing this, the bhikkhus were unsettled and fearful, deciding to alert Gautama Buddha. One who has attained Nibbana has eliminated all fear 100%. Gautama Buddha calmly walked to the area where the bhikkhus were frightened and had a discussion with those present. Gautama Buddha explained to the serpent king that it was impossible for him to attain Nibbana in the form of an animal, that he needed to live out his current existence facing his gamma as a serpent. And if his gamma led him to being reborn as a human in his next existence, he could then learn and practice the teachings to attain Nibbana in that new human existence. Upon Gautama Buddha explaining this to the serpent king, he agreed to leave the community of bhikkhus to not cause any further disruption, but decided to be a protector and guard of the teachings from all evildoers who work to degrade the teachings of Gautama Buddha. Today, you can see this imagery at the front of many temples, 
and at the front of staircases leading into many temples. It should remind us of our past existences in the animal realm and that only in the human form can we attain Nibbana. All fear needs to be eliminated to attain Nibbana. It should remind us not to be complacent or delay our learning and growth in the teachings and practice. It can also remind us of our commitment to learning and practicing the teachings as the Serpent King was highly dedicated, even in his animal existence, to learn and protect the teachings. Additionally, it reminds us that we must experience all the gamma we create in this existence and from our past existences prior to attaining Nibbana, thus motivating us to create only wholesome gamma. Whether this story is actually true is unknown. However, it is a wonderful story that can remind us about many of the teachings through viewing this one artwork as we enter many temples or viewing any artwork that contains the Serpent King. You will often see drawings or depictions of a leaf from a Bodhi tree, Pepala tree, Pipu tree, Pipao tree, or Ashwata tree in India and Nepal, or the scientific name Ficus religiosa. This is the tree that it is said that after six long years of dedication to his practice, Gautama Buddha made the final effort to attain enlightenment or Nibbana under while meditating. The leaf of this tree is another symbol of enlightenment and a reminder of our ability to attain enlightenment. There is plenty of other symbolism that you will observe in various types of artwork in temple construction. These are a sample of the most common and widely used symbols. The more you understand and practice the teachings in this book, the more you will be able to observe artwork in architecture to determine the symbolism that reminds you of the teachings for yourself. Through understanding the teachings and symbolism, you can easily visit temples around the world while being reminded of the teachings for your own practice. Likewise, as you view artwork, you can be reminded of the important teachings in a glance that help to develop a more stable practice of the teachings. These are powerful reminders of the teachings, the practice, the results, and that we are all on the path to Nibbana. The end of each chapter will have learning resources for further exploration. You will be able to explore videos, podcasts, quizzes, etc. to deepen your learning of the content you read in each chapter. Please see the ebook for more details on these resources. As you have questions or need clarification on these teachings, you are welcome to post those into the Facebook group, Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, or contact the author privately for in-depth learning. Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Daily Wisdom 999. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment.